Hello and welcome to Dads Who Love Sports. I'm Jeff Greatrek. And I'm Shannon Hartley. We're excited to be doing this podcast. This is an inaugural recording of our podcast. First one. We're excited. We're super excited. Um, Best audio we'll have. Seriously, hands down. (laughs) We're also not going to shy away from the fact that we're dads who love sports who also enjoy a nice beverage from once in a while. What are you drinking tonight, Shannon? Well, right now I'm drinking uh, H2O. Okay. But prior to the H2O, I had some whiskey and uh, I wasn't say whiskey Coke, but it wasn't whiskey Coke because you didn't have any Coke. So it was uh, whiskey and Pepsi Zero because you're healthy. What can I say? I do it again. Yep. So, Dads Who Love Sports is going to be a, a podcast uh, really engineered for, I guess, how do I put this? Dads who that could be right. love sports? Dads Who Love Sports, that's right. There's not a lot of podcasts out there tailored to dads who specifically love sports. Right. What about a dad who doesn't love sports? Are they going to feel involved in this podcast? Depends. Do Say the question again. What about a dad who doesn't love sports? Dad who doesn't love sports. Um, he will enjoy the the dad stories, but if he's not into sports, hopefully our conversations inter- get him yeah. interested in sports. We'll get him into sports. Yeah. It was it was a trick question from the beginning because we're going to get him. We're, we're going to get, get him on board. What about You'll get there. someone who loves sports who's not a dad? Oh, definitely going to love this podcast. It's yeah. going to be sports heavy. It's going to be fun. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of stories uh, from Jeff and I just about our personal lives mm-hmm. and um, just a lot of takes on sports. So it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and we hope you join us on this journey. Mm-hmm. It's also going to be a little bit of a combo of both birth control and non-birth control because <laughs> we're going to have some dad stories that are going to make non-dads be like, I never want to have kids. Mm-hmm. And some non-dads be like, oh my gosh, kids sounds amazing. And let us get the record straight from the beginning. Kids are amazing. We love being dads. There are some funny stories out there, though, from our own personal lives where maybe a non-dad who loves sports might say like, oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many times where I'm hanging out with a friend who doesn't have kids or family members that don't have kids yet, and they're experiencing, you know, what it's like being around my kids and what having kids might be like, and I'm just looking at them like they they definitely don't want to be having kids after experiencing this. But they do. You think? They do. Having kids is a powerful thing. It is. You want to create something in your image. Mm Mm-hmm. It's weirdly selfish, too, because it's like, hey, check out this cute little human. Little me. It looks like me. Yeah. So true. So true. Okay, so we've got, we want to start out with the dad story of the week. And this story took place, what, about eight, eight, nine days ago? Somewhere around there. Yeah, we're hanging out, dinner, and we're watching Monday Night Football. But this is... As, as we do. As we do. Um, we've got our wives, who... We'll leave the last names. We'll leave those censored. But my, my wife's name's Kelsey. My last... <laughs> not, well, my last name is Hartley. But... Yeah, we're, we're not going to cut that out. That's going to be straight, beautiful audio. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know my wife's last name. Uh, first name is Jennifer. Jenny. Okay. 
Um, and so we're all watching what the fourth quarter of the. Good lord, was it the Browns, Browns and, and the Jets? No, it wasn't the Jets. Seahawks? No, dude. That was Thursday. Just we're dads who love sports. We can't keep up with everything. Okay, give us some grace. <laughs> so, okay, it's fourth quarter, and we've got I've got a like a twenty month year old, one and a half. You've got a two plus. I've got about they're about six months apart. Two years and four months, and five months and a week. Gotcha. So our daughters have just, my daughter really has just learned the existence of other small, tiny humans. And she's really latched on to that. And they both like to, how do we put this, express their love for each other through loud volume expressions? Yes. AKA screaming? Very loud screaming. Of love. Of just enjoyment, mm-hmm. pure joy. And it is at the same time so annoying, yet so amazing. And beautiful. And beautiful. It's beautiful. Because you hate them, but you, I mean, you just can't help you, but. You hate this reaching noise. But yes, you not love... them. Not them. You don't hate them. The beings that are making the noise. It's just so But the noise is both infuriating and awe-inspiring. And what I was saying to Jeff earlier before we got on the podcast was that's just like parenting wrapped up. I feel like it's it's highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Like when when you're in the middle of parenting newborns, young toddlers, it's a lot of like peaks and valleys. There's not Mm -hmm. a lot of centeredness Mm -hmm. you're either like in love with them and everything's going amazing and they're the cutest thing in the world or they are crying and throwing a tantrum or throwing their food on the ground and it's the last thing you want to be doing in the world that's true i would i would counter with this it's a it's definitely a lot of peaks and valleys but there's by far way more peaks than valleys because the the joys, by all means, outweigh. I mean, we're recording in what is this a living room? I don't even know. This is a living room. It's a dining room. It's a dining room. Look over there. You see that mess over there? Yeah, that's this a valley. Is, this is that's your a, house. That's a valley. And I had to tell you what what room we're in. That's bad. That's a valley. That's a valley right there. Just what throw mess? in the food. Okay, maybe somebody cleaned it up. It wasn't me. I looks, was too upset. Looks fine here. Uh, maybe the la- it's on the laundry basket. Oh gosh, the food got in the laundry. That's clean laundry. Son of a nutcracker. So yes, it's peaks and valleys, but there's definitely more peaks than valleys. And it's definitely worth it, everyone. Absolutely. Hands Just want to be clear about that. Hands down. Parenting is so, definitely worth it. Next week, um, we. I want to title our next dad story without telling you what it is. And neither of us actually know what the story is, but I'm going to title it and you're going to be really excited and just tantalized to know what next week is. Next week's dad story is called, So You've Got Poop on Your Hands. Mm. I, I We don't even have to discuss right now. There's a just a cornucopia of examples 
of stories that we could just come up with that fit that title. So next week's dad stories called So You've Got Poop on Your Hands. That could actually that could have been the name for the podcast probably. Oh gosh. Dad's who loves sports colon so you've got poop on your hands or there's a colon so joke in there got, somewhere. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh. That's good stuff. So, should we move on to top sports stories of the week? Let's talk some sports. Okay. The Washington Nationals are one of were before tonight one of two baseball teams to have never made the World Series. Tonight they swept the Cardinals. I hate the Cardinals. Go Cubs. They swept the Cardinals to make their first ever World Series appearance. They're going to be facing either the Yankees or the Astros. So my mini question to you is do they even stand a chance? They got a lot of good momentum going right now. Um, I mean, sweeping the Cardinals, that's that's not something easy to do. And that's, you know, baseball is one of those sports that when you have momentum going, it's hard to stop a team with really good momentum. Um, like you saw it with Kansas City a few years back. Mm-hmm. You just have that momentum and a team just, man, they get on a roll. And uh, I don't know, we'll see what happens. But, uh, I mean, they've, they've got some great pitchers. And it's going to be really hard to stop them in the championship series. They, they honestly, with Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg, they've got Sean Doolittle. They got yeah Corbin, and we've got uh, Hudson, who was a little bit scary tonight. Honestly, leaving the bases loaded, but he left them loaded and struck them out, got them out. Actually, now they flew out into the center, but still, I mean, they've got great pitching, but they're also going up with. I mean, how do you compete with Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, the Astros? You've got... Uh, they've got a lot of vets. They they've really got, do. They've got a lot of experienced guys. A lot of all-stars. It's going to be a great World Series. That's all i got to say. Should be. So I think we got we to... Gotta, that's a great stay tuned till next week because we're, we get to preview the World Series because right now the Astros are up 2-1 um, and they're heading back... No, they're heading to the Bronx now. Two one, uh, Astros had no, so they're still in Houston. So yeah. Do you have a, Do you have a favorite uh, for who you want to win that series? Not not who you think is going to win, but who you want oh, to yeah, win. Who you want to see against the Yankees? The Nets, Yankees. Yeah, that would because be fun. they're my American League team, and you can you can call me bandwagon, but I grew up a, a first generation sports fan, so my fandom's based on who I saw on TV and was a fan of. When I was like eight or nine, and Derek Jeter in the late '90s, early 2000s, was right behind Sammy Sosa. So hard, hard not to love. Yeah, I mean, a Cubs Yankees World Series would be like the penultimate like awesomeness. Um, great market for the MLB too, but yeah, what can we do? That would be fun. So, what the heck is happening with the NBA in China? Man, there's just a lot that goes into this. A lot of celebrity-ness, politics. There's just a lot wrapped up up in it. Money, um, business. There's just so much that goes into this. Um, Freedom. Hmm. And you've got these players like LeBron talking on a subject that maybe they don't you know, fully know what they're talking about. Or not qualified. Or not 
qualified to fully answer. Yeah. Oh. So it's just oh man, it's a really difficult thing to kind of manage and you know, God be with Adam Silver because um how do you how no do you work this that ball man? Yeah, how do you work this one out? I mean you've got you've got, you know, Maury on one hand saying one thing and LeBron on the other hand saying, you know, the opposite and uh right in the middle of just all of this chaos going on in between Hong Kong and uh, Hong Kong and China, and it'll be really interesting to see what happens. But uh, so far, China, you know, they're not afraid to, you know, they're not afraid afraid to pull out. Pull no out. Unintended. I mean, they. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but that's the reality. They've pretty much erased Houston Rockets completely from existence and and i think it's funny that it was the houston rockets general manager who what's his name again daryl morey yes who who really initiated this because any other general manager any other team maybe not as significant but houston rockets are the biggest u.s team in like for fandom in china because they drafted yao ming yao ming he's he's the chinese superstar I mean, what I want to know is where does Yao Ming stand on this? Yao Ming's stance is probably the smartest of all of us is to keep his mouth shut. Probably. I mean, probably what LeBron should have done. Yeah, and probably what Daryl Lowry Morey should have should have done also. And it's it's sad because is when you mix politics with sports, it's really just. It's it's like mixing sugar into a really nice clam chowder. It's like, why would you do that? Why would you dump twenty five pounds of sugar into that? It just it didn't make sense. And it's really hard when you put politics into sports and you come up with something that just like it doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. Because these people shouldn't be they're not politicians. They shouldn't be getting involved in that. And it's also really hard when I'm not I'm not like supporting China's efforts. I'm not saying that we should be like, yeah, yeah, like Communism. Yeah, suppress <laughs> Hong Kong like by any means. But I'm also saying like, hey, it's a touchy subject. If you're the general manager of a of a professional sports franchise in the United States of America, I don't think your best outlet is in Twitter. Your, is Twitter. It's not. <laughs> For the world to see. <laughs> no. Contact your state representative. Contact your congressman. So What's his state representative going to do about China and Hong Kong? <laughs> I don't know. A lot better than mine. <laughs> um, I watched a, a video earlier with LeBron, and man, he just looks so uncomfortable talking about this subject ever since the backlash. And I mean, he said the same thing that you just said like, they're not politicians. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know. It's a little bit, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say it's hypocritical of LeBron because there are certain things that he should speak into. And he was kind of saying this, um, you know, as leaders, there, there are certain things that, that they need to speak into. Um, and I, I think he's right about that. Um, but then there's some things that maybe you're not, you know, knowledgeable about or not qualified to speak on and just, you know, let those go by the wayside. You don't need to talk about them. If it's um, if it's something that concerns you more, you know, go ahead and that you're mm-hmm. qualified to talk about, knowledgeable about, talk about it. But but 
this was a really bad look for LeBron. And I think he lost a lot of fans and a lot of respect from a lot of people. And he and looks a cool. lot of money. And a lot of money, potentially. Well, they were saying that at least one unnamed player lost a million dollar endorsement because of deals that got canceled. I mean, there was a there was a Nike <clears throat> event that got canceled. There was a Under Armour event that got canceled. There was a Beats event that got canceled. Um, and so part of the you know contracts were if you don't if you're not there, then you don't get paid. Well, I don't think LeBron's worrying about money at this point. I, I, I absolutely agree. But I think that even if it's just even if part of his deal is stock, he still lost money. I don't think he cares. I think he cares more about his image at this point. Yeah, that's true. I mean he signed what a billion dollar contract with Nike. That's he's true. a billion dollar athlete. He's alright. He's okay. <laughs> but aren't we all worrying about Lonzo and LaMelo? Nope. <laughs> good, 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 good. That We're was a not. test. Was We're test. not. Hey, and we also wanna like say this isn't a political podcast, but politics are real. Politics uh they happen. Yeah, sometimes they mix with sports. And they've got to come up from time to time. And in this case, we're saying we wish it would never come up. Because it just would have made the China exhibition games just a lot better. Can we focus on the fact that, like, there were two games in China that just wouldn't air because of this? Like, it was was, uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James versus Kevin Durant and um, uh, Kyrie Irving. And we didn't. They didn't get aired because of political crap. Also, I believe Anthony Davis got hurt while he was over there. Allegedly, not majorly hurt, but you know, he's questionable. Probably tweaked something. He's questionable. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna move on to some questions for the podcast, and the first one is: Can we predict the NFL playoffs after Week Six? I say yes, we can. No. Nope. I say yes, I can. What do you think? I think that no, I don't think we can. I think that there are a lot of good teams this year, and we've seen a lot of the teams from the past few years who have been really good be beaten by kind of upcoming teams. So I don't know that we can really say that we know what the playoffs look look like right now. Obviously, there's the you know few teams who, of course, are going to be in the playoffs. But I mean, there's so many divisions that are kind of up in the air right now. Are you willing to put your money where your mouth is? Um, I mean, how much money are we talking? <laughs> I'm thinking we t- we bet a six pack of beer. You want to bet a six-pack of beer that you can I, guess every can single guess, team that's going to make the playoffs? That I can guess five out of six for each each conference. That um, I'll give you. That I'll give you six teams from each well, conference. Just, just just name them right now. Well, let's just hold on here. <laughs> I'll give you six teams from each conference. If five six teams. Oh, okay, okay. From each. Yeah, yeah. Six teams from each conference. If five of those six teams. From each conference, make the playoffs. Can you give them to me right now? Yes, and I can, can make a decision. Okay. No, 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 no. You gotta take the bet. <laughs> you gotta take the bet. No, on... I want to know what teams you're. No, no, no. Here's what I'm giving you though: is I get to give I give you give you six teams for each conference, twelve total. 
I've got to get five from each conference, so ten total, but it has to be five and five, not six and four. Mm -hmm. If I win, you you buy me a six-pack. If you win, if meaning if I don't get it exactly... Yeah, 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 I get five and five, yeah, yeah. Then I buy you a 22. So the odds are in my favor a little bit. Because I'm 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 playing the odds with I'm saying I give you six teams right now. Yeah, let's do it. Aaron, we're shaking. Let's do it. We're shaking everyone. Okay, okay. In the AFC, I mean, is it even a a joke or anything to say the Patriots? Yeah, that's obviously number one. Okay, the Chiefs. Okay. Okay, the Texans. Uh, Debatable, but sure. I'm saying the Texans. This is where it gets iffy, okay? I'm saying... Colts are good this year. I know they are good. Ha! They're real good. But do you see the rest of the division is just the rest of the conference is crap? Um, I'm saying the Ravens. That's four. Okay. I'm saying the Raiders and the Colts. (laughs) I feel like I'm already going to win this bet, people. That I gave you the Patriots, Texans, Chief, Ravens, Raiders, Colts. Yeah, you gave me Raiders. I said five of six. Oh, well. Okay. We'll see how it plays out. That's in the AFC. I feel like that's wishy-washy, though. I feel like that's not a strong six. Okay, well, I'm making the bet, so. All right. That's my six. Well, 22, okay. here I come. We will. <laughs> here I come. I will, we will get. To my my statement of the week at the very end of the podcast, um, and I don't want to. I don't want to. I feel like I have to give my statement of the week now. No. Oh wait. If you can't infer from my implications, then that's on you. Okay. The <laughs> NFC. We got the Packers. The Saints. Maybe. Probably yes. Okay. I'm going Eagles. We're both Eagles fans. We can get on behind that. They did not play well against the Vikings. But the Cowboys have played great against crap and crap against great. So, and no, they played crap against the Jets. Yeah, but I feel like they're going to come out. I feel like they have a... They probably don't, but I feel like they have a bad start to the year every year. And everyone's calling for Jason Garrett's head. And then they pull out of that and start doing better. And I feel like they're going to do that. Sure. And two playoff it, wins in 25 years is what? They've not, won not two good. playoff games in since the year 1999. Yeah, but when's the last time they had Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Amari? What's his face? Cooper. I'm sorry. Are we talking about... And Leighton Van and Jalen Just saying... Yeah. Eagles fan, man. You don't need I'm an Eagles. That doesn't mean I can't be logical. Yeah, you can be it's logical. like the best Cowboys team in a long time. Sure. They're going to come out and of this slump. And what has the, quote, the best Cowboy team in a long time ever done for any Cowboy team in the last 20 years? Jack. <laughs> crap. Keeping this family friendly. Keeping Jack. Family crap. friendly. Okay. The Packers, Saints, the Eagles. Okay. The Seahawks. Winning Questionable. The no, they're winning the NFC West. All right. Okay. Then we come it's a in. Good conference. Then we come in, and this is where it gets crazy because this is the NFC. 
This is where it's going to be hard. This is where I think feel like I win six of six in the AFC. But based on our bet, it doesn't matter because I got to win five of six in the AFC in the NFC. Okay, I've got the Packers, the Saints, the Eagles, the Seahawks. It's the Cowboys and the Panthers. Wow, really? Panthers? Yeah. Cowboys and the Panthers taking the wild card, which cues my future statement of the week, which I'm giving you guys early. The San Francisco 49ers do not make the playoffs. It's just a load of trash. They do not make the playoffs. My statement of the week is that Jeff's statement of the week is trash because... Which is honestly, fans, it's going to be a reoccurring statement for Shannon that whatever I say is trash, is Shannon's statement. There will be a lot of trash thrown out of Jeff's mouth (laughs) in this podcast. Oh, gosh. You heard it here first. The San Francisco 49ers do not make the playoffs. Right now, where do you see a weak point with with the 49ers? They the Shanahan, Seahawks, Shanahan is a the Seahawks win the division. That's what I'm saying. Well, who who's got a better record right now? Okay. Uh who has more wins right now? The Niners or the Seahawks? Five and oh, are they five and five and one. So they have the same amount of wins. Exactly. You said more wins. Exactly. I was baiting you into it. <laughs> so I'm not saying the Niners are, are a good team, but when they when they play the Seahawks, they will lose. And then the Seahawks will have the edge based on the division. The Seahawks, I am not a Seahawks fan. The Seahawks win the division. So now it comes to wild card. And do the Niners beat out the Panthers? the Cowboys and I say no well and we're completely leaving the Rams out of it yeah they're gonna be like a they're the seventh seed they just got they just got Jalen Ramsey that change that's a lock he is my favorite defender to watch in the NFL I think he's my least favorite defender to listen to post game not me I I just love his play. I don't mind him talking. I think he was trying to do what's best for him. Um, and that's what I hate. All right. When is football? Where's the eye in football? <laughs> where's the okay, eye grandpa. in football? Okay, Grandpa. I'm sorry. There's no eye. <laughs> how did your grandpa spell football? <laughs> did he spell it F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L? Because that's how I spell it. Well, where were we? What were we talking about? We were talking about how the Niners are trash. Jalen Ramsey. No, the Niners are trash. Niners. Shanahan is an amazing coach. That defense, that front seven, front eight. Oh, my gosh. Uh, shout out DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead, Oregon boys. We're both. All right. Shout out We both there. live in Eugene, Oregon fans. Uh, why don't you think they're going to go to the playoffs? Because of, Hater. because of the Seahawks are going to win the division. No, I'm saying, why don't you want those Oregon players to go to the playoffs? <laughs> I want other Oregon players to go to the playoffs? Okay, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, just shove my gum back under the rug. So, that running game for the 49ers is... Trash. Is <laughs> not trash. They, uh, I mean, they just do what they want, pretty much. 
Garoppolo is a solid QB. Their wide receivers are pretty, I mean, they're not the greatest wide receivers, but they're getting the job done. They've got some good young receivers. Obviously, George Kittle is just a monster out on the field. Um, they got a lot he's of good not things even going. He's a tight end. He's a, he's like a, he's a very large receiver. He's a very large receiver. And that's it. They, 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 they're playing no tight end offense. They did this like a uh, little interview with him and they had red hot chili peppers playing in the background the whole time. He looks like a member of the red hot chili peppers. I don't doubt it. It was a really good interview. You should all watch it. Um, I just, I don't, I, it's just not going to happen. The Seahawks are going to win the division. Okay. They're going to, we'll win. see. They're going to win. They barely beat the Browns. The Browns are trash. <laughs> we can only get on board with that. <laughs> we can all get on board with that. Trash. But did they win? I'm just saying, the Niners' wins are not wowing me because it's not, I honestly don't feel like the Niners shut down the Rams rather than the Rams shut themselves down. They played crap. Yeah, but the Rams have only been doing that, shutting themselves down, or what we say is shutting themselves down, against really good defenses like the Bears last year when it began. That's when that's when it all began. When they go against a, a good defense, they don't know what to do. He had, what, like 70 total yards passing? I mean... That's against a Sean McVay offense. It's really impressive. I'm just you, you, you do you. All right, all right. So we move on to preseason NBA top four in each conference. Top four in each conference. Man, well, we should probably also uh, give a disclaimer that we're both also. Big Blazer fans. Diehard Blazer fans. And I was just about to say that um, I will forever and always put the Blazers at number one in the West in any ranking forever, for eternity, and always. So really it's more of a top four in the East and top three in the West because I'm always going to put the Blazers at the top. That's my bias. That's my bias. I'm only human. Okay, I don't know I'm, which one. I, well, I am also human. He's not as big of a diehard Blazer fan. <laughs> um, and I am more realistic than Jeff uh, when it comes to my fandom. Okay, well. Uh, obviously, me talking about the Cowboys earlier, you know, coming back. I'm just realistic. They're, um, so, I can't put the Blazers in my top four. What? In the West right now. What? Even, even though they went to the... The Western Conference Finals last year. I cannot... Obviously, putting Blazers at the top in the West was me being unrealistic. Me keeping them out of the top four is just... Why would I keep them out of the top four? Okay, so, I mean... Why do you hate Damian Lillard? Damian Lillard is my favorite player in the NBA. Obviously. Scroll back 30 seconds on your feed, everybody. We'll hear Shannon's real comments. All right, so my top four for the West, the Western Conference, I would say the LA Clippers coming right after them would be, oh man, this is so tough. The West is going to be 
really good this year. Um, I'm going to say the Denver Nuggets at two. They played Portland in the second round of the playoffs this last year, and they were really good. Um, and, yeah, I just see them. They got a lot of young talent. Uh, I'll put the Lakers at three. And Golden State at four. I guess I'm that's over my top here. four. I, I want to keep going. I want Jeff is going crazy disdain. right now. Jeff's going crazy. Okay. You know, I want to. I want to put the Blazers in there, but I can't. Like they, okay. they had a lot Golden of turnovers. Golden State, not in the top four. What's wrong with Golden State? <laughs> oh, <laughs> good rebuttal. Fart noise. <laughs> good rebuttal. Fart noises. Is what's wrong with them? Okay. Obviously, Blazers number one. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. I will concede. Why? I will concede that maybe just generically putting the Blazers in the top four is the more realistic maybe, approach. Maybe you should give your top five then. No. In the West. No. Okay. You know what? Then no. Then I'm putting Blazers number four. They're in my top four. They're you, in my top four. You do what you want. Blazers. Okay. I'm not going to rank mine, but in my top four. You're <laughs> in my top four. Okay, you want my number one, which pains me. It's the freaking Rockets. Oh, I hate the Rockets. Whatever, man. No, it's the Rockets number one. You're just exchanging like no. it's Russell Westbrook and uh and James Harden now instead of Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Like those three guys are like all top five players in the NBA. It's not gonna change that much for Russell Westbrook now that he has How'd James. How'd that Harden. work for the Warriors? What do you mean? They lost. They had to who? The freaking oh Toronto rap. Yeah, I'm just saying they had top. They had three top ten talents on their team. And they still lost. No, it, I'm just saying it doesn't change much for Russell Westbrook. It's probably gonna be the same old, same old. No, that he's been doing. He's gonna. They're gonna be really competitive in the regular season, no. and then they're gonna trash out in the playoffs and lose to Golden State. <laughs> this is how I. This is how I actually have it happening. Rockets at number one, the Lakers at That's number a two. Joke. Lakers at number two, awesome. Blazers at number three, and the Clippers at number four. Wow, you have Clippers at four? Yeah, why? Okay, so you're going to trade out Westbrook for George, and then I can't trade out George for Westbrook in your same argument? Bro, the Clippers took Golden State other than Toronto. They. Gave Golden no, no, no. State. You're saying when I transfer Westbrook to Houston, Houston is crap. But when you transfer George to the Clippers, the Clippers are freaking almighty. Okay, are you forgetting about Kawhi Leonard in there? Yes. Somewhere. The guy who played in two finals and did really good in two finals, and that's it. <laughs> okay, you're just going to act like Kawhi Leonard's not good. Like he's not one of the top... Three, four, five best players in the NBA, along with Paul George. By I the would, way, Russell Westbrook is, not a, is a team killer. I would not be surprised if Kawhi Leonard is not a Hall of Famer. Tell me. Tell, okay, so your number one is the Rockets. How does this work? You've got two, okay. you got two my ball My number hogs. one B. Okay, my sure. number one Blazers, Number one obviously. B. Number, yes. number one in our hearts for both of us. Number one in our hearts forever. <laughs> 
number five, six on my list. <laughs> Three on mine. But tell me how this works. You've got two ball hogs, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. How does that play out in the playoffs? Look, either I'm right. <laughs> or I'm wrong. No, no, no. Either that they're number one. Yeah. Or they're, they're number ten. They don't make playoffs. Wow, hot take. Because either they learn very quickly that they're both ball hogs, and it's either take it, shoot it, you make it, or you suck. Or are you fanning yourself? Yeah. You know what I'm A little hot. All right, that's fine. It's a hot take. So. It's a hot take. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> either they learn very quickly that they're ball hogs, and they need to either Doesn't take work that it, way. shoot it, and win it, or okay, but you can't do that with two people. One has to one has to become more of the ball hog, more of a of a team leader. Per se, uh, you know what? It worked for Kobe and and Shaq. No, it didn't. Um, they hated each other. I don't care how much they hated each other. They were number one in the West. Shaq wasn't necessarily a ball hog. He got the ball. When did he pass it? Why would you not give Shaq the ball? When did Shaq pass it? He didn't need to. Why would Shaq exactly pass the ball? Exactly why he was a ball The hog. only two players who should have had the ball on the Lakers are Kobe and Shaq. Exactly. The only two players on the Rockets that should have the ball are freaking Harden no, and Westbrook. Because they play complete. They, they're like the same position. They're point guard, shooting guard. It's not big man, little man. Are we betting again? No, we're not betting. Well, do you want to bet? Our investors will not be happy. We can't have 500 bets. (laughs) By the end of this, (laughs) we're going to have an Excel Excel sheet of of bets that we've made on the podcast. This is why I think the Rockets are are number one. Okay. They're either number one or... You know what? They could number ten. They could end up being number one because Kawhi and Paul George decide to, uh, uh, what are they calling it now? Uh, where they sit out a bunch in the regular season. Um, I can't think. I can't think of what they call it. Something load. Um, but no. if if Westbrook and Harden decide to play the entire season and don't load management, that's what it is, and they don't load management. And they uh, challenge every team, like the Blazers will, by the way. Amen. They won't sit out. Um, That's to you, Damien. Then maybe they become the number one team in the West. Rockets, Lakers, Blazers, Clippers, you heard it here first. What's next? The East. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. You start off with the East. Uh... The Raptors, <laughs> without Kawhi. I mean, let's be let's be let's realistic. Just, let's be real. Um, well, and I'm gonna in go Bro- with Brooklyn. They don't have KD this year. They've got Kawhi, or uh, they've got. Is he out the whole year? He's out probably the whole year, and I they've still, got Kyrie Irving. I still put him at four. Wow, I still put him at four. Okay. Um, okay, so you want my top four. Top four. Well, I'd put a surprise at number three. Who's that? I have been believing in this team 
silently for years. It's just you can't have a bottom team that sits at the bottom this long. I feel like I want to take a guess. A bottom feeder in the East? Yeah, but hold on. Let me let me cross out. Oh, good Lord. I feel like I might know who it's going to be. And they had a really good draft. Am I right about that? I don't know, but I'm going with this. One, two, three, and four. It's the Bucks, Celtics, Charlotte, and Brooklyn. Whoa. Charlotte. I'm putting Charlotte in the top four. You got a lot of faith in MJ, man. And Nelly. Don't Nelly's forget an too. Nelly. That changes things. When you hear about Nelly being a part owner. That is one thing I will take a bet on. Charlotte being in the top four in the East. I won't take a bet on that. <laughs> but would you take a bet on Charlotte making the playoffs? No. I mean, I mean... Uh, you don't think Charlotte's going to make the playoffs? They will not make the playoffs. I'll take a bet on that. Hands down. We don't mean to do none of that. <laughs> okay, he but says the guy doesn't think they're going to make the playoffs. Here's my top four. I'm going to say... Man, yeah, the Bucks kind of killed it last year in the regular season, so... And they didn't really have much roster change. Yeah, so I might stick with the Bucks at one. Then I'll go Sixers. Um, Celtics after that. And... We'll go with Toronto at four. What?! Yep. I mean, I'll give you the Sixers. Like, I know that I'm giving a stretch on Charlotte here over the Sixers. I'll give you that. But, Toronto at four? Name two players in the Raptors. Siakam, Fred Van Vliet. That was two easy ones. <laughs> Kyle Lowry. We were looking for Boucher. Boucher? Boucher. <laughs> he, he played for the Ducks, by the way. Boucher. Okay. He never plays for Toronto. Nope. So, I feel like I'm forgetting someone in the East, though, that's going to be good. Charlotte. You're forgetting Charlotte. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be Charlotte. You're forgetting Charlotte. Um, forgetting Charlotte? It's not Charlotte. It's forgetting Charlotte. It's definitely not the Knicks, either. Um, the I, I mean, think the Wizards will be in the playoffs. I think Atlanta is going to be a sneaky team. Yeah. I don't know that they'll be in the top four. No, but they'll make the playoffs. And uh, the Magic did really well last year, so they might be. Uh, they might make. They'll probably make the playoffs again. But Charlotte top four. Charlotte's here. not top okay. four. I do not believe. Let the record say. I, I do not believe as good as well in my East as I do my West. My my West is happening. I'm just. I can't believe you threw Charlotte in. I, I gave a disclaimer. I don't know what you want more from me. Although, if Charlotte makes, if Charlotte is in the top four in in the East this year, you're gonna have to eat your freaking words. Yeah. And when the Rockets lose to the Blazers, any time during the season, you'll be like inside internally, you'll be like, oh yeah, the Blazers won, but externally, you'll be like, oh. Catch that? I whispered. Okay. I'm not. The Rockets can easily beat the Blazers any game. Who would even say that? The, I mean, just, sorry, <laughs> I gotta I gotta compartmentalize my diehard fandom. Fandom reality. Okay, but I put Rockets at one. Yeah, you did. 
And who did you have at number one? Uh, the the Clippers. Clippers at one. You also didn't even have Denver in your top four, which is okay. Would you you put Denver into the Blazers? The Denver. Ugh. Denver's good, bro. Okay, you know what? Last year, the pundits in the NBA had the Blazers not making the playoffs. You know what? Pundits also had Hillary Clinton winning, so... They, they didn't have the Blazers <laughs> making the playoffs. I don't care about your politics. I care about the playoffs. This is not a political show. <laughs> I care about the fact that they didn't have the Blazers making the playoffs, and they got the three seed. Well, any person who didn't have the Blazers in the playoffs last year was just an idiot, and they don't they don't follow the Blazers. Oh. It sounds like a statement you'll be making next year in regards to me, in reference to the three seed. A face. Cool. Okay. <laughs> okay, we only have one we have one bet already on the table. We can't afford to be making bets multiple times. Yeah. We're make the playoff one. Maybe you guys This can, is the good banter. You, you guys can keep track of all of our bets. Yes. Yeah. Drop your uh drop your uh opinions in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. And uh or tweet a shout out to don't forget to su- subscribe and share. I'm at Shannon David Hartley. And I'm at can't remember Jeff Raydrick. <laughs> just kidding, it's just <laughs> Jeff Raydrick. Um, okay, so we've got one last, two last things. It's the bottom sports stories of the week. We gave the top sports stories of the week. We got to give the bottom sports stories of the week. The lesser known sports stories. Yes, and I think one of them is how the NFL referees oh god last night blew the game for the lions two penalties against flowers well and also just, just an ruined it. obvious pass interference call uh, that didn't get called against green bay that would have kept the drive going and the refs just missed it and then they missed the or then they called the two hands illegal hands to the mm-hmm. face penalties and really just blew the whole game I mean it's so frustrating when you're sitting there for three hours watching the game it's you know it's turning out to be a really good game and the refs just end it on an atrocious call mm-hmm. it's just not it makes it not fun to watch mm-hmm. and uh, yeah just frustrated and they need to fix it mm-hmm I don't know how, but <clears throat> they got to be better. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a bottom sports story here for you. We talked about the uh, Washington Nationals um, <clears throat> uh, winning the NL pennant for the first time yep. in the history of the franchise here, and I want to talk about their pitcher here. His name is Daniel Hudson. He got the save tonight. Okay, and we're a we're a dads who love sports. We are dads, uh, and we love sports. And we love sports. Daniel Hudson here, criticized for missing Game One of the National League Championship Series. Can I guess what for? Yeah, because I don't know. I am gonna guess it's for the birth of his child. It's for the birth of his child. Knew it. Classic. Criticized for missing the he the the tagline here is 
Washington Nationals closer Daniel Hudson didn't think twice when it came to missing a playoff game to witness the birth of his daughter. Are you, that's just good karma as well. Like, if he misses it, they're going to win. Because it's good karma to have. And honestly, I would, I mean, screw the game. Screw the game. I, I would absolutely be like, yes, okay, you know, all in all, whatever, you know, think what you want, good, good karma. But at the same time, it's like, what is more important? He, okay... It's the birth of your child. <laughs> it's the birth of your child. And and I'm not I'm not saying that if he was a starting pitcher and it was his turn to start that he should also miss it or shouldn't also miss it, but he's a closer. There is a seriously like a 1 in 5 chance that he doesn't even pitch anyway. Exactly. They've got they've got eight other pitchers that can be that can use it for it. And my favorite thing, my favorite thing about this whole thing is the Major League Baseball collective bargaining agreement says that he can miss the game. So screw that. So he's literally has like there's literally he's in a union mm-hmm. and and he the union says, "Hey, you can miss the game for the for the birth of your daughter." He should have zero repercussions. And if if the Major League Baseball or the team has an issue with it, take it up with a freaking union. Who are the people who are reaming him for this? Is it uh, just media? Uh, it's just media. They're media. saying that he chose his daughter over the playoffs. And who wouldn't choose their family over the playoffs? <clears throat> it's this... one I mean, it's one night and he can get back to it, people. And like you said, he, pr- he probably wouldn't have even pitched. And he prioritized... His family first, family first. That he might have always... pitched. He might have pitched, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You should always put your family first, always. <clears throat> so, Although I should say, while my wife, like when she was going into labor, you the Blazers going to be pitching. Well, okay, but the Blazers were in the playoffs, and I had the game on my phone for, like, when she started to go in labor, and she's still a little upset about it. <laughs> But the Blazers you won. You had your the game on your phone, like you were waiting for her to go to labor to watch the game. No, it was like she was. Yeah, she was starting to go into labor. We were on our way to the hospital, and I just kind of like when when we first got there, and this was our second time going through it. So I kind of knew the routine, and I knew we were just gonna like sit in a room for a while. And I like I had the game on while we we're just kind of sitting in the room waiting while the check a nurse or charge nurse or whoever, mm-hmm. whatever they're called, um, was just like coming in and out, kind of doing tests and stuff. Um, I just had the game on during that. And then when they got us into a room, they put her in a tub and she was just kind of chilling, hanging out. And like, I had the game on my cell phone off to the side and was kind of back and forth, but really still into it with her. But she's still kind of a little upset about it. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't... I can't condone your behavior. I know. I I, I don't even know if I can condone my behavior, but uh, something uh, took me over. This is a safe place. My fandom... confess your sins. My fandom took me over. Basketball is by... I don't want to say by far. I'm on a list here, and I don't see where you put the Blazers in your top four. Basketball is my favorite sport, and... uh, Don't say that. I would say... That the Oregon Ducks and the Blazers are, I mean, I am just wild about both of those teams. And uh, it's hard for me to miss anything that either of those teams do. 
And uh, but you know that was one instance where I probably should have put the phone down. Although I, although um, you know I didn't I wasn't missing anything really with the birth because not there wasn't that much going on yet. Nothing had really ramped up. I want to defend myself in that way, but it's not behavior to condone. Yeah, I uh, I uh, I can't condone that. Um... But I also respect that <laughs> in its own weird way. Um, but I also... Okay, so I'm well, an Eagles fan. We're Eagles fans. Yep. Blazers and Eagles, we share that like diaper. Or, well, Oregon first. Oregon then first. Blazers, then Eagles probably. Yeah, probably, order, probably. So my wife was due um, February <clears throat> 5th, 2008 with our first daughter. The Super Bowl was February fourth, two thousand eight. Yeah, you're so better at daughter, this stuff than me. Our our daughter was was born, thankfully, about a week <laughs> and a half early. But I had prepared mentally for the fact that there would be a Super Bowl, in which because we watched the NFC Championship game, they defeated the Vikings. Take that, um, purple gold. Um, and I had prepared prepared myself mentally for. The fact that there would be a Super Bowl in which I couldn't watch it. But the way I decided it. Oh, that's so know, crazy. But here's here's what I decided. is if, if it was happening, then I wouldn't have my phone on anyway. Because if someone needed to contact me, I, just, I wouldn't have cared. Wouldn't have mattered. So I just would have turned the Wi-Fi off. But after the birth, all this happens. All, you know, Kelsey's sleeping, recovering, all that stuff. All that jazz. Then I turn on Game Pass, I watch it by myself, 90 minutes, no interruptions. It would have been a very tumultuous 90 minutes watching that game. But the reality is, I decided that it was like, win or lose, I wouldn't have cared. Because I, I, I had a baby, I had a daughter. It's a so, good view. It's a good, it's a good view to have. Yeah. All right. Well, if you have any questions for us, please drop them in the comments. Hit us up on Twitter. On Instagram. At Shannon David Hartley. And no, on Instagram, we're at Dads Who Love Sports. Yep. And on Twitter, we're on Dads Who Love Sports. We are. So, hit us up there first. <laughs> uh, no, hit up my personal page first. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think that's all we've got for this week. But uh, go Ducks, go Blazers, go Eagles. Go Ducks, go Blazers, go Eagles. And... Uh, for Jeff Graycheck, I'm Shannon Hartley, and this is Dads Who Love Sports. Oh, yeah. You were supposed to say it with me. Oh, that's my bad. <laughs> All right, so for uh, for uh, Jeff Graycheck and Shannon Hartley... Nope, you did it wrong. This is Sports Who Loves Dads. <laughs> you say the other person first. So okay. for Jeff Graycheck... This is going to make great audio. I'm Shannon Hartley, and this is Dads, Dads Who, Who Love Sports. Sports.